Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Kimei, and I'm here to help make your creative journeys easier through the Creative Champs platform. Now, I want to talk about feeling like you're too shit to charge. Feeling like you're not good enough to charge actual money for your services. Feeling like you don't have what it takes. Comparing yourself to the next designer or the next artist, thinking that you'll never be as good as them or that you'll never reach the level that they're at. I just wanted to talk about that and those feelings. First of all, I want to start off by saying the comparison thing is a trap. I honestly don't recommend it. I give it zero out of 10 stars. I don't recommend that crap because everybody is on a different journey to one another and it's no use comparing yourself to somebody else. It's no use. Not to mention the fact that you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. Because on Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever it is that you're networking and and whatever, people are only showing you the good bits. They're only showing you the shiny bits. They're not showing you the troubles that they're having. They're not showing you their struggling bank accounts. They're not showing you the difficulties that they experience. So you're just comparing yourself to their highlight reel, essentially. And that's a dangerous thing to do because if you get locked into doing that, that becomes your go-to. That becomes what you start to place your level of validation into subconsciously because you start to think to yourself, well, if I'm not getting the same amount of success that this person's getting, that means I'm not doing well at all. And then you start to discount yourself and discredit the actual great things that you've achieved because you haven't achieved the same things that somebody else has. And I think that's a, a really, um, it's, a, it's a dangerous way to start thinking because it's a very hard space to pull yourself out of once you get too deep into it. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. As I say, we're all on our own journeys. So your journey might not look like <laughs> the same as somebody else's journey. And the thing is, you tell yourself that you're not good enough, but why? Why specifically do you feel you're not good enough? Why specifically do you feel that you will never reach the same level as Tom, Dick or Harry? Why is it? If you can, make a note of it. Write it down, put it in your um, phone journal entries or whatever. Just make a note of it, bullet point. Why specifically do you feel you're not good enough? Do you think that you struggle with line art? Do you think that you struggle with blending colours? Is it because you you feel that you, you're not very good at drawing profiles or that your designs are crap? Like, what is it specifically? And once you get to grips with all of that, you can then start to look at what you've got written down and then start to think about, well, how can I tackle these? How can I change this situation and turn it around? So for example, if I felt like my designs were weak, right? I would I would write down, okay, I think my designs are weak. I think they're crap. I don't think that they're successful. So then I would need to start to think about what can I do to change that? The first thing I would need to do is more research, clearly. I would need to do a lot more research on what creates or what makes a good design, what the purpose of a design is. Because how are you supposed to create something that's successful when you don't know why you're doing it or you don't know what you're supposed to be doing at the core of everything? So I would go back to the drawing board and I say, all right, look, 
This is the role of an artist. This is the role of a designer. This is the role of a whatever it is, right? That will become my objective. One of my objectives. I might start to think to myself, okay, yeah, all right. The second point was um, that I'm crap, right? My, my designs are crap. Why is that? Why do I feel they're crap? Why do I feel they're not hitting the mark? Okay, so what will it take to create designs that hit the mark? Even if you have to hit up Google, what makes a successful design? I even got a post on Creative Champs with five things that create a successful design project. So there are things you can look up. And then you once you start to figure out what those things are, then you can start to think about how you can work towards those things. Break it down into really digestible chunks. Because if you if you um, write it as a, a bigger picture, so for example, if you say, I just want to get better, like there's no, how do you work towards that, right? How do you break that down into objectives and make it something that is more tangible to actually do? Yeah, you have to break it down into little segments and just work through it at your own pace. You're not in a race with anybody. And I know sometimes it can feel like you are. Sometimes it feels like if I don't learn how to do this now, I'm not going to start earning money and I need money right now. I've been made redundant. Yeah, I get it, you know. And so it does feel like there's this big sense of um, urgency. There's this great deal of urgency. But you got to just take your time and give yourself the chance to make mistakes give yourself the chance to learn the learning never stops and just understand that whatever somebody else is doing or whatever somebody else has achieved doesn't take away from the great things that you've done it shouldn't take away from that you know it's it's this imposter syndrome thing isn't it because um i was reading some ugh, i can't remember what the statistics said actually terrible but it said something around the region of 60 to 70 percent of those in the creative industry experience or are experiencing imposter syndrome there's a great percentage of us who feel like we shouldn't be here or that we're not good enough and sometimes those feelings are um how can i put it not to say that they're right but sometimes yeah sometimes it forces you do you know what it does it forces you to really take a look inside yourself and realign yourself with your purpose right it forces you to get serious so if you are experiencing imposter syndrome because you feel you're not good enough so the imposter syndrome could be telling you all right cool maybe you should come out of this room and go and do a little bit more research go and do a little bit more practice and then come back yeah sometimes imposter syndrome is um it it really depends on the context you know because sometimes it's just a, a, an out and out nuisance that has no business being there but sometimes it is a way of telling you that yeah there's some changes that you need to make before fully submerging yourself into this just like when I speak about failure sometimes failure is a it can be a positive thing if you look at it in a different way, it can be a positive thing because it can highlight the areas that you might need help with. It can highlight the areas that you need to work on. And then once you go away and work on those things, then you come back stronger stronger than before. So it, it depends on, sometimes it depends on how you look at it. Sometimes, yeah, it's just a pain in the ass and um, <laughs> just something that you need to jump over but it is symbolic of the things that you will need to do in order to move on to the next stage it's it, you know I think we we're in an age where 
there's so much being consumed on social media. There's so many voices, so many opinions, so many different things happening. And it can be overwhelming, especially when you perceive other people to be doing well. But really and truly, we don't know. We don't know if they're doing well. We don't know if they're happy. We don't know if they feel that they're successful. So it's an absolutely pointless mission trying to compare yourself to the next person. So many people get caught in that trap and it leads to nowhere except feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like you're not worthy. And I also want to add that if you do discover that, yeah, do you know what? If I'm being really honest with myself, I do need to go back to the drawing board and I need to learn a little bit more about this or I need to hone my craft a little bit more. Maybe my work isn't yet at the level that it needs to be for me to go ahead and start charging people. Yeah, if you discover that that's the case, that doesn't make you any less of a worthy person. It doesn't take away from your worth. It doesn't take away from you being a whole entire person. It doesn't make you any less valid. It doesn't. I I really wanted to make that distinction because sometimes people conflate the need to learn more about their craft or the um, feeling like, how can I put it? If you're at the beginning stages of a career, sometimes this is conflated with being less valuable or less worthy of a person or because I'm not, I'm not good enough yet or, you know, and those things are not connected. They're not connected. What matters is the spirit behind the work. And I don't want to sound all soapy, but it's the spirit behind the work. It's the person behind the work. It's the purpose. So don't conflate the two. I mean, yeah, there's some things that I feel like I like, um, for example, I was only illustrating for about two or three years and I still feel like, nah, man, like <laughs> if I were to um, pick up a pen and start drawing again, I know that there are tons of things that I really struggle with, tons of things that I find extremely difficult that I don't think I'm good at at all, at all. But I know that it's a case of me going back to the drawing board, sitting, practicing, learning, referencing, doing studies, yeah, light studies, learning about shadows and, and lighting and highlighting and all that stuff, proportions, foreshortening, all that sort of stuff. I know that it's a case of me going back and learning how to do those things. But that doesn't take away from me as a person. That doesn't make me shit. That doesn't make me any less of a a whole human being who's deserving of uh, success. It doesn't take away from that. It doesn't make you any less of a person because so often I hear that they're conflated and sometimes people don't realize that they're conflating the two. They don't realize. Like, for example, if somebody's working in a job, right? Um, Say they are, what what example should we use? Say they are, they work in a design studio and they, they might work in a design studio and find it really difficult to follow the briefs. Um, and then they might turn around and say, well, do you know what? I must be, I must not be cut out for this industry because I, I don't know how to, to follow briefs. I find it really difficult. So, and that makes me just, I'm, I'm shit. I'm shit. I don't belong here. I'm crap. And it's a case of really looking at that situation and say, saying to yourself, could it be the fact that I may be working? I I'm, I might work in a different way. 
Because me, I'll be honest, I actually, I was freelancing for a number of years, but I stopped because I started to struggle with briefs. And I struggled with briefs because I wanted complete autonomy, right? I wanted to be able to create when I was in the mood. And working as a freelancer didn't allow for that. And then that in turn had an impact on how I approached briefs because I started to resent them. I started to resent them. I was like, I don't want to work in this way. So I had to go back, take a look at the situation and say, all right, what do I need to change? What do I need to change? What needs to be worked on here? Sometimes it's a case of that. It doesn't mean that you're a crap person or whatever. It just means that maybe you learn in a different way. Maybe you work in a different way. Maybe the situation isn't for you. Maybe the opportunity isn't for you and you need to go in search of what that is. Or you might need to go away and learn some more. And there's nothing wrong with that. We could all learn some more. Every, every, every single one of us, because nobody on this earth knows everything. And that's also another thing. If you don't know something, don't feel afraid to say it. Like, shit, I still get messages asking me, oh, um, can you help me with... um." Branding. I've had actually three or four messages this week alone asking me about help with branding and um, social media strategy. And I, I have no, I, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue about that. And I will say that. I'll say this is out of my remit. This isn't something I do. I, this, is, this isn't something I know about. So don't be afraid to say like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, bro. <laughs> like if it's not in your remit and it's not something that you're really involved in or that you want to be involved in then don't feel afraid to say that you don't know what you don't know because like I say nobody on this earth knows everything and I think it takes a great I think it takes a great degree of strength to come out and say yeah I don't know especially when people are so concerned with appearing as um, experts or appearing as specialists in their their field Sometimes they think to themselves, well, that means I have to know, I have to appear to know everything. Um, no, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. If you're a specialist in illustration and you don't know about um, how to make animations, that's completely fine. It's a different field. It's a different field. And even if you, even if it is within your field and you're not sure about it, again, there's nothing wrong with saying that you don't know that yet. And then that could be an opportunity for you to go away and learn learn about it. You say, oh, okay, that could be another, um, um, was it bow to the st string to the bow? You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that could be another thing to add to your armory. So that's an opportunity to go away and learn something new, eh? So yeah, that's just the, the message I wanted to leave you guys with today. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. And thank you to everybody who shared their Spotify rats. Um, that was amazing that was fantastic thank you so much um yeah and i will speak to you same time next week all right take care bye